This week, a Cincinnati's Bengal fan, an internet opportunist, started a petition to rename the team after the beloved Gorilla Harambe, who was slain this summer during an interaction with a child who ventured into his cage. The petition called for 500 signatures and so far has over 10,000. So, Cincinnati Bengals, let's change our name to the Cincinnati Harambe's. And I feel like it rolls off the tongue worse, but... (laughs) (laughs) Hello, and welcome back to the Extra Extra Podcast. Uh, We're really struggling on an opening this week, but uh, hopefully that did it for you. Yeah, we were having a really hard time trying to figure out how we wanted to start the podcast this week. Um, we were originally going to have that story during our segment, um, Wacky Stories. <laughs> um, but then we decided just to cut the whole segment and just use that one story um, for our opening. So, uh, yeah, you we know. were innovators here. We really know what to do in yeah. a time of need, in a crunch time. Hi, I'm Jesse Esparza. And I'm Julian Gonzalez. And this is the Extra Extra Podcast, where we talk about news stories, controversies, and celebrity gossip this week. Mm. And now we usually come to you guys with a special guest, mm-hmm. but due to unfortunate circumstances, um, i.e. death, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a guest this week because they died. Uh, not literally, just metaphorically to us. To us. They, they died, died to, us. to us. Because how do you cancel last minute and say, oh, you can't make it now? Mm-hmm. Well, you could have made it. Yesterday, so what about now? What's the difference? Exactly. But you know, you know what? We we stare adversity in the mm-hmm. face and we say we will push through. This isn't going to hurt us. Exactly. We're just going to come back stronger. Exactly. Hashtag Simone Biles. Yeah, exactly. Did she say that? No. Because I feel like that sounds like a Kelly Clarkson quote. No. <laughs> no, that's more like Allie Raisman. Yes, that's what it was. We come back stronger than ever. Hashtag Allie, hashtag Allie Raisman. She came back, won a silver medal in the gymnastics final and uh we're basically her right now mm. now i have no idea what you're talking about but that's like <laughs> in season seven of america's next top model when jocelyn or um what's her name uh jesenia whatever some girl she auditioned for season seven didn't even get on the show mm-hmm. got on season eight and won it's like candace jocelyn it's like candace glover she got cut from the first round of american idol came back next season killed it won the whole mm. thing now i don't know she's singing for like ktla yeah probably not even <laughs> <laughs> so we're here we took last week off because i was out of the country oh yes how was your trip you know it was so good i went to mexico a little farm town you know what we should have had you Pueblo. record in Mexico. I really wanted to. Like the I hottest. It would be so funny to record like my family who speaks not a lick of English. Like the hottest topics in Mexico. Like exactly. what's going on. Like who are they into? Who do they like? Mm-hmm. Who are they Well, like, they don't even go to like, the club or anything. So I don't know if they would even know about anything like that. Because I was like, do you guys go to the club? They said no. So their stories would be about. Yeah. I was like, who do you listen to? Like, what singers? They and they're like, my friend. My friend sings live. Exactly. No, they did. I literally <laughs> went to one of my cousins' house, and right when we showed up, they started singing <laughs> with a guitar and everything, <laughs> and they were harmonizing. Wow. So, that's the on. next Menudo, huh? Yeah. That's. They didn't even know who Menudo was. I said, "Oh, do you like Menudo?" They said, "Who?" Oh my God, that's like a whole different world. You were living the simple life. I was season two. Season two when they went on the road. <laughs> That sounds like a lot of fun, you know? You know, I did have a fun time. I need to learn Spanish and then go back. Yeah. You know what? If you guys want to see me and Julian go to Mexico and perform like a Simple Life uh, Mm. remix, just Mm. uh, comment, subscribe. Yeah. Listen. (laughs) Listen is the the first step in this. Uh, And maybe, hey, tell your friends. You guys, and let me tell you. It won't be that expensive for us to do this for you because it's pretty <laughs> cheap, okay? Can I, I tell you something, though? Like, literally, my cousin dropped some knowledge on me. Okay. He said you could work three weeks in America mm-hmm. and buy a brand new car in Mexico with the conversion of the money. Really? I was like, but that, I was like, that is a joke because it would take three years to buy the same exact car in America. But can you go to Mexico with three weeks of work in, from America, go buy a car, and then drive it back to America? I mean, probably. Why not? People drive their car from, you know, North Dakota to California. So, like, it wouldn't be a problem? 
Like if you just bought a car in Mexico and then drove it to, you know, I don't know about like tax wise. <laughs> I just mean, I mean, like if you're gonna live in Mexico and work in America and so, okay. many that, like that was his. You thing, know what? Like, that's what people do. People. Well, that's you know what? Tr- Trump 2016. No, thank mm-hmm. you. That's what people do. They, you know, they move from Mexico. One of them usually. Yeah. Move from Mexico to America. Send the money work, back. work in America, and then send the money back. Literally, because you, know you could be. You could be working minimum wage here and be a millionaire. My aunt, yeah, my aunt bought like two houses in Mexico from working as like yeah. a, a custodian. You know what? Evil. I saw um, it was like a series of gifs of Eva Longoria on Chelsea Handler's show. Mm-hmm. And I don't know which episode, which season, but she was saying that um, she considers herself Texican. And then Chelsea said, "What is that?" She said, "That means that I'm from the country of Texas, which before was America. You know, this land belonged to Mexico. And so when she says, when people tell me to go back home, she says, I am home. Why don't you get out of my home? Eva Longoria, that sounds crazy. <laughs> She's still I, trying to promote her uh, telenovela show that got canceled. Oh, did it? Yeah. Oh, it's. A, I mean, they didn't ask me to write for it. Uh, it wouldn't have gotten canceled. That sounds mm. crazy. Anyways, uh, so yeah, that sounds like a fun thing to do. Yeah. You know, yeah, I would. I'd go. Yeah, I have family in Mexico. No, I, I would. Had not. a fun time. I mean, look, my aunt cooked for me every meal. <laughs> was it what I wanted to eat? No, <laughs> but you know, I had someone cooking for me day and night. Was there an Urban Outfitters there? Um, no, there wasn't even a, um, a Trader Joe's. I mean, you know, there wasn't even a market. Where I was, at least. I did see a Walmart. Oh, really? I saw um, a KFC. Ooh. And um, they have a really good chain, like a pair local called... Um, the Crazy Pollo chicken. Feliz, so Happy Chicken. Oh, that's... And funny. they have a, a chicken mascot that stands in the front dancing. That sounds exactly like a Pollo Loco. And let me tell you, the chicken, though, was way better than a Pollo Loco. <laughs> mm. It tastes like they cooked it on a barbecue. They probably did. I know. In the back. You know what? Maybe I should reconnect with my family in Mexico. <laughs> I could go back one day. No, you guys don't even understand. Like, I was expecting the worst, mm-hmm. but I got the best. <laughs> I was expecting the worst, and, uh, you know, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, it was too bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, glad to have you back. Thank you. Uh, I know the city went to hell when I was gone <laughs> with the red sun and the... That was two weeks ago. You were still here for that. I know, but let me let me let me imagine. And but I, we, I mean, the LA Indie Improv Festival happened. No, that was fun. According to the pictures, it didn't look that fun. <laughs> it, was, it was actually really fun. They had a I'm party. I'm just because I wouldn't have if I was here. I wouldn't have been there anyway. That's so. why you scheduled your trip on the same day. Oh man, uh, this is the point of the podcast where we would introduce our guest. But again, our guest isn't here. Yeah. Too busy, I don't know, getting more tattoos. <laughs> She's not gonna. I wish she would. She wouldn't even. She won't listen to this podcast anyway. Even so. if she was on it. Oh yeah. You know what? Okay. Well, you know we're not petty here at the Extra Extra Podcast. We're you know we turn a bad thing into a good yes. thing. So you know what? Because of that, now we have more time to to, to just talk more stories. <laughs> Yeah, we don't need to pay attention to any guests. Yes. We can talk for two hours. Please listen. <laughs> Please listen. <laughs> okay, so let's start the podcast like we always do, though, with our top five. Mm-hmm. So these are our top five stories. Now, these are the top five stories according to me. And I have one. Okay, so it's going to be our top six. Oh, okay, you're not giving one up for me? <laughs> okay, top six, top six. Sorry, I, I, to be honest, I mean, really, three of my stories I can com- combine into one because they all... Ha- end up dealing with Twitter. Mm-hmm. Okay. But okay. they're going to be three. So it's going to be top okay. six this week. That's fine. So do you want to do your story first? No. Okay, so I'll start. <laughs> you guys, it is not a good time for black females on Twitter. He goes, Twitter is ruthless, and I feel like they're only attacking black females. So a few weeks ago, we had Leslie Jones mm-hmm. get attacked from Twitter where she had to leave for a few days because of the um, attacks. From now, the Ghostbusters. Yeah. yeah, so now... You know, Twitter's attacking a cute little 19-year-old Normani Corday. Who? Fifth Harmony. Who? The black girl Fifth Harmony. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Can I pause you right now and say if anything is giving her more attention now people actually know who she is? I mean, let me tell you right now that she has one of the best voices in the group. Okay, well, no one would know that. (laughs) (laughs) So let me give you some backstory. Okay, so last week or maybe two weeks ago, was it, um, Normani was um, talking to a reporter where they're asking her questions. They thought she was someone else. (laughs) (laughs) They thought thought she was Michelle Williams. (laughs) And um, the... 
um, interviewer asked her to describe each girl in Fifth Harmony with one word, and she named off all the girls. And then when she got to Camila, <laughs> she paused and said that she's very quirky and cute. Now, everyone took that as shade, and so everyone went to Twitter and they started attacking her. So let me Oof. see what they said. Let's see. Um, well, I'm not sure what they said. They said bad things. But Normani came and she said, I'm not the first black female celebrity to deal with this. And mm-hmm. I'm sure I won't be the last. Mm-hmm. Hiding behind a computer and putting people down, especially for the color of their skin, doesn't mm-hmm. make you cool. It makes you a coward. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so um, people started doing the hashtag, we love you, um, Normani. And hashtag, I stand with Normani. Now, Camila decided to uh, speak out. She said, I stand by the words love only. Okay, Camila, are you Mariah Carey? I don't understand what this means. <laughs> Meaning, I won't tolerate on my timeline on my timeline any kind of hate, racism, or discrimination towards anyone. Period. Now, Camila, <laughs> I now need everyone to attack you because why did you not use your friend's name and they stop attacking my friend Normani. No, we are talk- sisters. She's talking about something else she's in the exactly. news. She's, she's not, not even <laughs> talking about Normani. She's not even talking about Normani. Okay, but um, we have other people that stand, that decide to stand up for Normani. We have Zendaya who says, stay strong, baby girl. So much love for you. The sad part is that it's not that. Sorry. The sad part is that it's so common that type of racially charged hate as black women in the industry. You deserve so much more, sis. <laughs> So, I mean, I feel like this is just so out of hand. I feel like it's right. Like, these days, people hide behind a keyboard and they just attack because they hate themselves. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, it's terrible, especially that this is happening to, like, Leslie Jones and Normani. But over that, it's like, Normani is 19. Like, Leslie's a 50-year-old woman. Like, yeah. okay, she can handle it. This girl is 19. Like, mm-hmm. she just turned 19. Like, we're attacking children. But let me tell you, I do love that she shaded <laughs> Camilla in that interview. Me too, but to be honest, I don't even think it was shade. I think that she's, like, she's not made the closest with her, so she has to really think, like, so the, okay, like, so what, can, what do I like most with this girl? She's we should have opened with that. Can you just I go- mean, you guys, the... <laughs> If you remember, if you remember, call back to 2012 when Fifth Harmony was on X Factor. Camila was the one with the big ass bows in her head every week. <laughs> yeah, she's quirky. She should. She should have <laughs> said that. But yeah, and I also love that Camila's just like, okay, well, Camilla's I'm like, not gonna I address an extra word at that that um, award <laughs> show. Like, I'm good. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I do think it's terrible that it is happening to, to her and people are, if they are uh, attacking her because of her skin color, I think that's terrible. Yeah. And that's the worst thing. I mean, that's the easiest thing to like go to and it's terrible and it yeah. shouldn't be happening. Like and call like, her, a, call her a bitch, call her like, uh, yeah. an untalented or like a bad singer, but yeah, I'd be like, you're the fourth in the lineup. Even call her, u- Ali's always number five. even call her ugly, but just don't, you yeah. know, come on. Yeah, don't attack something that they can't, that she can't change. You know what I mean? Like she didn't choose to be her race, mm-hmm. so why were you attacking her for that? Mm-hmm. You know? And hashtag Black is beautiful. Hashtag Black girl excellence. <laughs> hashtag. Okay. Oh. Okay. And you know, I I really do have a problem with Camila because uh, Camila, like, you really didn't shut anything down because your fans are still attacking. So Camila, what you should have done is told your fans that you're gonna. But you know, she's them. shady like that. Yeah. yeah. And you know what, Camila? Guess what? At the end of the day, you're the J.C. Chazé of the group. No, no, no. She's going to be the breakout star. So she, she needs to start. She needs she to start. Won't. She needs to start conducting herself in a better manner because she needs to get prepared to break out because she's already broken out. Uh, well, um, let's see. Um, according to um, all of girl group history, which girl has actually broken out and had an, her own career? Um, tell me which Spice Girl had her own a successful career after Spice Girls. Victoria Beckham. But it wasn't for singing. But it still, she's the breakout star. Okay, but uh, Camila doesn't look stylish enough to have that. And now, if we look at um, uh, Pussycat Dolls, who had a breakout career? I don't know who they are. And if we look at Danity Kane, besides Aubrey being on reality TV, who had a breakout career? Aubrey O'Day. <laughs> so, Camila, it's only going downhill from here. So, treat your sisters kind. <laughs> yeah, you, they only have a couple more years left. Not even I. Feel, I heard reports that this is like their last album because there's so much tension. Oh really? Yeah. Well, you know who's gonna be the breakout? Ariana Grande. <laughs> Could you imagine if she was in a girl group? She would. Uh, it would be uh, a nightmare. It's because she's just too. She's like Mariah Carey. The voice is just too big. Mm-hmm. Hashtag execution. <laughs> Wait, sorry, really quick on the side note. Can we just talk about how Mariah Carey showed up to an event to honor UN General 
something who's 74. She showed up in a lace bra with a leather jacket half zipped up. <laughs> she was just, she was going, you know, when you go to Applebee's and end up in a red <laughs> carpet. <laughs> you saw she's at the restaurant, the Applebee's, and they're like, she gets a call from her manager. Mariah, we need you here now. She's like, uh, okay, I'll be no problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she wiggled her way over. <laughs> You guys, uh, um, wigs will be a thing of the past for one Naomi Campbell because <laughs> reportedly she's having a hair transplant. <laughs> now this story comes to us. <laughs> oh, man. This story comes to us from lovebscott.com. <laughs> now I just need Jesse to re- um, look again and remember why she wears wigs. <laughs> Oh my God, the story you get now. <laughs> so Naomi Campbell, um, um, sources tell Let Be Scott that Naomi is in the process. You have, have to have a scalp transplant. <laughs> that she's having a hair transplant. So basically, a hair transplant. What they do is they take the thick hairs from the side and back of your scalp, and then they transplant it into the front. And usually, um, after three to six months is when you should start um, spreading. Um, <laughs> Got three years. Yeah. 36 months. That's three years. Months. 36 months? Three to six. Oh. <laughs> In 36 months, you'll have a full head hair. It's like, that's just growing. That's just your hair growing. See <laughs> <laughs> so you what? Naomi, you look good with the wig. Naomi, to be honest, you have a good head. I would just say shave it all off. But if you mm. want to try transplants, try transplants. No, because the thing is, if she shave, I mean, she will be bald. Because in that picture, she looks bald. Yeah. If you if you want to shave your head, that's one thing, but not if you don't have any hair. Exactly. So there'd be like no like um, shadow from yeah, the she hair. She would look like a a cancer patient. A cancer patient. <laughs> why don't Why not just wear wigs? Because every time she wears a wig, the the oh, wind be blowing it that away. Happens. Her because she has like her head. Her hairline goes all the way behind her ears, past her ears. Oh my god. So it's like up here? Yes. Jesus. She looks like one of those like um, queens or you know those like when you look at the old like English portraits and the girls have the hair. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you're going to see Naomi Campbell in a couple of months in like a uh, like, like, late ba- night and commercial. And she has baby hairs in the front. Like uh, <laughs> She has baby hairs for like five fingers. Oh, God. Yeah. Bless. You know what? Uh, I hope it goes well, Naomi. Yeah. I mean, I mean Naomi, I've never heard of a hair transplant in never? my life. I guess for it's men. Hair plugs, yeah. Oh, for men, but I've never heard it for women. I've heard it. For, I think everything is for everyone. <laughs> yes, all women. <laughs> hashtag execution. Hashtag black girl excellence. <laughs> hashtag execution. What's this hashtag execution you're talking about? For when Misha Barton, when she posed on that yacht for Black Lives oh, Matter, yeah. and she posted hashtag execution. <laughs> I can't believe really remember that story. Uh, I had to look it up. Okay, do you want to put your story in now? Great. Okay. Uh, here's my top one. Uh, one of the only things I care about. This will come with a dramatic reading, so Julian, get that ready. Mel Gibson, that crazy motherfucking Jew hater, uh, is in the news because he, uh, his wife, Oksana Grigorieva, uh, she is supposedly losing $500,000 in their divorce settlement because mm-hmm. she talked about their relationship. Now, if you have, if you remember a time, maybe five years ago, which I mean is still relevant to this day because it's one of the best, you know, mm-hmm. one of the most controversial things that's ever happened. Uh, Oksana Grigorieva and Mel Gibson were in a, a loving relationship, but then it just fell apart. And she filed for divorce and she wanted money and he offered her $15 million and she said, that's not enough. You're worth $450 million. I have your daughter. She's crazy. 15 million is just enough. I would take $15. I would take, (laughs) yeah, I'm saying I would take (laughs) (laughs) 15,000. But see, she got very uh, stingy and greedy and then it came out that she was only going to get $750,000 over seven years. Oksana, that's what happens when you bite the hand that feeds you. Literally, because Oksana, what was your job? Okay, but what had happened was she leaked a bunch of um, uh, phone conversations with Mel Gibson Mm -hmm. where he was being very abusive towards her, and it was 
the most dramatic thing I have ever listened to. Because you could tell that she knew she was recording, and so she fell into like a damsel in distress mode. And just it's like a Tennessee Williams play, kind of. If a Tennessee Williams play starred like a werewolf, because that's what Mel Gibson sounded like. Anyways, cuts it today. She talked about uh, their relationship, which was in the clause. So she broke the clause, and now she's only getting. $250,000. Hey, I'll take what I can get. But she was used to, you know, being a millionaire. Yeah. She was used to being married to Mel Gibson. Now she... But how long was she married to him? Uh, a couple years, I guess. Okay, so before that, she was used to being poor, so... She was a struggling back. singer, <laughs> a model. <laughs> but, Isn't uh, everyone a model these days? Huh? Everyone's a model these days. I know. Uh, but so, th- so yeah, the news story came out that she's now losing $500,000 and she's only going to get the $250,000. And, uh, you know what? My heart goes out to you. Gold is everywhere. You should, you know, you should stick mm-hmm. together. You should really, and yeah, that's a real lesson for life. If you get offered $15 million, take it, take it, take it. Uh, um, even after tax, it's a lot of money. Yeah. But so my heart goes out to you. Um, but I want to read do these dramatic readings. I've always wanted to do this. Now this is like, um, I was going to do like a one man show where I play both of these roles. Mm -hmm. But since Julian is here, he can, would that be where you paint half your face? Like one and half. Yeah. One of my faces, Oksana and and the other one is Mel Gibson. (laughs) And remind you, this is a a crazy, uh, a crazy, uh, Mel Gibson. So let's, we should have, no, this would have been too polarizing. I think if we started with these quotes, (laughs) do you have it? Yeah. So I'm Mel? You could be Mel. Uh, okay. <laughs> Tell me that's a message or something because you're doing something trying to breastfeed with a fucking foreign bodies in you. So what is that? It has nothing to do with it. Oh, it has nothing to do with what? The fact that you have foreign bodies in there? Correct. Correct? Okay, good. So you're not lying to me about fake tits? I never have. Yes. Yes, you just did. You said they weren't. You fucking lied to me before. What? I didn't. Uh-uh. <laughs> Loud sigh. I never said a, a, I never said anything of the kind. You never asked me. I never told you. Or maybe you asked me, but I never lied about this. Then I will go Alicia's right now. Oh, okay. We, great. We cut to that. Oh, sorry. Wait. No, no, no. No, I'll go no, 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 no. I, no, I'm doing that. Oh. Then I will go to Alicia's right now. Oh, sorry. Am I doing <laughs> Oh, it's my turn. I'm sorry, yeah. that was you? <laughs> then I will go to Alicia's right now. Why don't you fuck off to that cunt bitch, Alicia's? She was fucking making eyes at me. She'd have sucked me in five <laughs> seconds. Take that one up with her. I was trying to spare your goddamn feelings. <laughs> She'd have blown me in five seconds. She's not your friend. You don't have any fucking friends except for me. And you treat me like shit. So that's why you're so fucking angry because I don't have any friends. And I tried to make one for you. And you treat me like shit. And you fucking use me. The career over and boy when I said you said that you lit out of here faster than I've ever seen you before and now you'll be at Alyssa's place you just showed me what you are absolutely unequivocal I don't care if you spend another penny Fucking on me perfect I believe you now listen listen flaunt your ass listen to me Mel what I don't give a damn if you spend another penny on me no this is you <laughs> yeah, I might have sent him to you in the wrong order. You go, oh, yes, you do. You go, oh, yes, you do. Where is it? <laughs> Damn it. M, 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 M. Man, we were on a good tear. Okay, wait here. Oh, yes, you do, <laughs> because... I'm just fearing for the life of my daughter. You'll find some other fucker to pay for you. Listen to me. Listen to me. Then leave, cunt, bitch, gold digger, cunt, whore. And that's what you are. Listen. And you have just proved it. You got out here in record time. Because I'm saving my life. And I'm saving daughter's life. That's what I'm doing. I don't give a damn about my music. And I don't give a damn if you spend another penny. I'm saving her life. (laughs) You almost killed us. Did you forget and see? Okay. <laughs> wow, this was amazing. You know, I like this monologue. I'm going to do it for my next. <laughs> As Mel, just going. <laughs> no, this, like, you can't write this shit. She should get paid a million dollars just from this. Just for having this conversation. Yes. And recording it. Cause this is like art, you know, like, I mean, this is like, he, this is just like next level. I feel, 
I yeah. feel like she deserves a lot more than $250,000. But you know what? He has better lawyers. So um, next time, Oksana, definitely just take mm-hmm. the money. And I think the moral of the story is take what you get first. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you know what? People love negotiating. People love, oh, don't take the first offer. But, you know, this is a lesson. Mm-hmm. Take th- You know what? It all goes back to Susie Orman. Mm-hmm. She says, never ask for more. Wait until they offer you more. She said, don't even ask about money. Yeah. Just see what their offer is and take it. Yeah. And just work your way up. And then work hard until you can set your own mm-hmm. paycheck. And you know what? That's what you know. That's what I I was. I will always listen. Your problems you started at the top. What you should have done was started with someone with less money, divorce them, got with someone with more Mm -hmm. money, and then worked your way up to Mel Gibson. Oh, okay. Pick one of the Baldwin brothers. Well, that was my top one. (laughs) Well, back to the the rest. So this would be our um, fourth. Story, you guys. Kendall Jenner finally scored her first Vogue cover, and the public is losing their mind when I tell you that Twitter went ablaze. I'm not joking. So basically, what had happened was, like I said, um, Kylie Jenner, or I'm sorry, Kendall Jenner was on um, the September cover of Vogue. Now people looked at the September cover. As oh, this the, is the September issue. This is yeah. like the big so that's the issue one. that starts out the whole year. Is like, I mean. Good for her. I know. And I'm, I'm like, good for you, Kendall. You know, you Kim got on it before you, but that's okay. Yeah. Because Kim's not a model. But I'm just going to read you guys some tweets. Kendall is a model. I know. You know what? Like, to be honest, the cover looks good. She looks really good. And she is a model. You know what? When you said that, I thought you were talking about Kylie Jenner. I'm like, that fucking hood rat <laughs> ass fucking Instagram star. Yeah. No, Kendall is an actual model. Yeah. People are mad because they say, like, that she was handed to you know she's been working hard for years so okay well (laughs) people said to see sorry too sad to see that American Vogue thinks that Kendall is a girl people should aspire to be hashtag RIP Vogue and hashtag worst September issue cover now sorry let me just really quick say Mm -hmm. that people are mad because on the cover it says Generation K Kendall Jenner the face that launched a billion likes and people say that um Anna Wintour is only putting her on the cover because she wants the likes on social media. And, and, and so what? That's what, you know what? That's what our society has moved to. I've seen the September issue and that's what Anna, what's her name? Anna, oh. Wintour. That's what Anna Wintour is all about. She's all about getting the press. She knows what she's doing. Yeah, she was the first. Ma- she's been doing it for many years. She yeah, knows. she was the first person to put actresses on the cover of Vogue. Like she put, I forget who, but she wasn't even a model. She put actresses on and Kendall is a model. I think people might be mistaking Kendall for Kylie, yeah, and they might be thinking, "Oh, that that Instagram star, yeah, like, that makeup, um, that li- make- that that busted ass lip guru. kit, fucking zero on uh, uh, what is it called? Better the business better business <laughs> So, um, someone else tweeted hashtag Anna Wintour. Can you just retire now? Hashtag RIP Vogue. Hashtag uh, sorry. Hashtag <laughs> goodbye fashion. Yeah, but I bet you this is going to be one of the top selling you Vogue swear. covers of all time. I might go out and get it right now. How much is it? $27? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I definitely won't buy it because you can read all the articles for free on Vogue.com. But, <laughs> uh, someone wrote, enjoy your teen, your new teen customers, Anna. You sure will be, wait, you sure will make money out of this, but you have also ruined a legacy. She put Sierra, Sienna Mill. She put fucking Jennifer Lawrence on the cover. I mean, that should get a revolt. You're not a real model when the cover only talks about your Instagram followers and numbers of likes you get. You know what? That's what everyone's talking about now. So mm-hmm. get with the times. Yeah, exactly. Anna's really, she sees the times are changing mm-hmm. and she's adapting and to it. And who reads magazines anyways <laughs> anymore? <laughs> yeah, just listen to pot. Please listen to us. Yeah. Please, please listen, listen to us. Just uh, push play and you can put the sound off. Just keep it playing in the background. <laughs> how long does it, how long do you have to listen for it to, con- to, to count as a <laughs> Okay. So. But Kylie, look, Ken- Kendall looks great. Yeah. I think Kendall looks good. I think she's great. You know it's Kylie? not like they put Tila tequila on the cover. Oh my God, stop it. Could you imagine? I would buy that. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, um, Demi Lovato. Her career might be over, according to Twitter, if Twitter has anything to say about it. Now, what happened was this week, Demi um, posted a video on Snapchat where she's at dinner with her mom. And her mom um, says something to the extent of everyone down in Rio is going to get the Zika virus. And then you hear Demi laughing in the background. <laughs> and so, um, you know, Taylor, uh, Taylor Swift finally gets a break because people started a hashtag um, Demi is over party. <gasps> 
That's what the hashtag was? Remember, it was hashtag Taylor is over party. Um, So now the hashtag Demi is over party. For laughing? For laughing. To be honest, like, like, I don't think think that there was anything controversial with the statement. There is a Zika Zika virus (laughs) south of the border. So her mom is just letting you be aware. There's going to be a Zika outbreak. Why would there be a video of this, though? It's on Snapchat. So Demi went to Twitter and said, in no way did I mean to offend anyone last night. I was laughing how southern my mom sounded. Not the issue at hand. Deepest apologies. But you know Demi, she's a little controversial. She continued... If you watch everything I do, you're still a fan. I ain't going nowhere, bitches. So fans made, like I said, the Demi Lovato's over party, and it trended on Twitter. And uh, So you can't even laugh anymore? You cannot laugh. That's what the PC lib culture is doing to us. You can't even laugh. It, was her mom making a joke, or was she just saying? I think her mom was just saying. I mean, I didn't see the thing, because I don't follow her on Snapchat, but <laughs> literally the quote was... Everyone down in Rio is going to get the Zika virus. And Demi just went, <laughs> and then she laughed. Maybe like she was, we we don't even know what she was laughing exactly. at. Exactly, like it could have just, just been timing. Her. I'd be it like, I was, timing. I was thinking of, uh, I was yeah. thinking of sausage She's party. Like, I think about the time I was on Barney. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking about you that. guys. Sausage party was so funny. Uh, please, though. did you see it? Yeah, I went and saw it yesterday. <sighs> I thought we were supposed to see it. I know, but I thought you didn't really want to see it. I don't really want to see. I, I want to see Bad Moms. Bad Moms looks. Horrendous. No, it doesn't. You guys, let me tell you about Sausage Party, though. Like, you need to go see it because it actually maps over atheism. So, <laughs> okay, well, I don't believe that. It does. That's the whole the whole premise. So, um, a young fan wrote, "Zika virus is not a joke." What? Is, I don't even know. You know what? Maybe she's educating like, people. I don't think you can die from Zika virus. So, it, no, you know what? Causes, Everything is a joke. Really, if you look birth at comedy. Defects. And then someone else wrote, this is just rude. Does Demi not know that the Zika virus affects women and babies' development? How is that Zika virus something that should be made fun of, like laughing at people who have diseases such as diabetes? <laughs> well, she didn't laugh at diabetes, so... Because Nick uh, Jonas had diabetes, so she's very yeah, close to that. Exactly. Her first boyfriend's brother had diabetes. <laughs> My uncle's brother's cousin has diabetes, and so does his roommate. And then someone t- took a stand for her and said, Demi's mom is one who said it. She was noticeably drunk. You can't blame Demi. Ah, they're talking <laughs> shit on the mom. Well, you know, she has an alcohol problem and Demi yeah. supports it. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to see this mom. Here, let me see. Here's the picture. Hashtag Demi's mom is parties over. Oh, she does look drunk in that picture. No, I think she was. I think it was reported that she was drunk. Oh, she's like Dina Lo. She and Dina Lohan need to hang out. Oh, yeah. It says Demi. This is the. Uh, sorry. This is from the mirror. Co.uk and said the title of the article is Demi Lovato forced to apologize after filming her mom drunkenly joking about the Zika virus. <sighs> so, you know what? Another instance where her mom gets her in trouble. You know what? This world is too sensitive. Like, yeah, over it. Mm-hmm. Who cares? I agree. We're all dying, anyways, as it is. You know, you, the minute you're born, you start dying. So. <laughs> Live each moment like it's your last moment. You guys. Predator Tiger. tiger <laughs> Reached reach a settlement with his landlord in his eviction case um, because a uh, arrest warrant was out. Uh, he had a, a warrant after his arrest um, because he hadn't paid the bill, so he finally paid it. Um, and so that was revoked. And let's see, because, you know, what could happen was the car that he had bought, Kendall Jenner, or Kylie Jenner, my bad, could have been taken back. So mm. because of that, so there's been a settlement reached um, to the mutual satisfaction of both parties. Um, his attorney tells E! News. Um, he said his law partner intends to appear in court tomorrow morning. Okay, wait. So this is he, his landlord? So what happened was he was... He um, owed back rent for a few months to his landlord. He's renting? He's renting because he doesn't have that, uh, that uh, Jenner money. He tiger. That tiger money. Oh, Tiger. <laughs> you know, aside from being a predator, he's a struggle rapper. So. <laughs> well, that's true. I've never heard any. I've never heard one song by Tiger. Oh, yeah. I do know. All I know him is from Amber Rose and. No, Black China. Oh. The same. It doesn't matter. Same, same person. Uh, that's all I know him by is Kylie Jenner. And Amber Rose. I mean, if you could point me in the direction of a song, that would be great. Uh, he like Rack City, bitch. Rack oh, okay. Well, I know that China. one. Well, you can't you can't buy a house on Rack City. <laughs> yeah. So basically, what had happened was, um, he ag- hold on. He agreed to pay six months for a month. Okay, so that already happened. So three months after moving in, Tyga allegedly stopped paying rent to the landlord. 
Um, and the rapper was then evicted. But according to documents, Tyga abandoned the house sometime prior. Oh, this was all the way back in 2012. We're still de- dealing with Ooh. this. He must have owed him like a billion dollars. Out the landlord discovered that he had inflicted major damages on the house, including tearing up the automatic gate opener and damaging bathroom tiles. The cost of the damages were around $480,000. And Tiger hadn't paid that. So, um, you know what? That's bold of him not to pay rent. When I'm a day over rent, I get scared. I'm going to get evicted. It, rent is due or late on the first. It's due on the, yeah. I, I always pay I rent. Always pay on the I always pay rent like a weekly. <laughs> but the thing is, with my landlord, you have to send it in. Like you have to send it in like an envelope. So as long as your your postage says the date you want. My, it to no, send. my date always it always says like the fourth or the fifth. What you need to do is go get that postage stamped um, on the first, and then hold it for a few days and then send it. <laughs> oh, that's so smart. Hello, that is so smart. But yeah, I'm like. I always send it because I'm like, it takes like three days anyway to like get there. And then they don't even take it out until like the ninth. So I'm like, it doesn't matter. But I have gotten notices from my landlord being like, we need it on the first or it's late. But you know what? It's all empty threats. How much does he owe? Three million dollars. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of money. You know what, Tyga? Just keep, uh, get Kylie pregnant. And you won't have to worry about your, um, <laughs> what do you call She would it? have an abortion. <gasps> I think so. I don't think so. Her I think mo- she her would. Da- her mother is a good Christian woman. Oh, stop. You know, she doesn't even, her mother doesn't even like her own community of transgender women. <laughs> um, okay, so in a conjoined story about predators, <laughs> I just wanted to say that um, a new predator, Justin Bieber. Oh, my God. Has seen out and about with the 17-year-old daughter of Lionel Richie. Her oh, name is Sophia Richie. I saw this, Nikki, too. And Nikki, um, not Nikki. <laughs> Nicole Richie. Nicole, Nicole Richie. But how old? He's like Cox 22. He's 22 and she's 17. And? And that's a predator. I, You know what? I think. I, What's the difference between 25 and 17? Not Three a lot. years. <laughs> Because Tiger was twenty. No, you know. Oh, that's true. That is true. But you know what? I think he's he's twenty. Uh, he's twenty two, and he has dick pics always coming out. <laughs> Last week he was on the beach with some other girl, hurt his dick out. Like no, no, Sophia Richie. Where's Nicole? Where's Nicole and all this? You know what? Nicole's sitting in her house with the door locked. Like, please do not let this girl come into my house. <laughs> She's not even a full sibling. <laughs> I was adopted. Oh, she looks like her though. She looks. Kind, she kind of looks like her. They don't have the same parents at all. I know, but still, they still kind of look like They don't look other. at all the same. <laughs> but you know what? Well, I'm you know what? You know what is a predator? R. Kelly. He's like in, he's like 45. Like 50. And she's like, what, 19? 19. Okay, well. At least she's of age. Yeah. Well, how old until she turns 18? Uh, probably a year. Uh, so she just turned 17. I don't even know. <laughs> You're just <laughs> coming up with these wild conclusions. I'm just thinking Justin. What happened to Haley Baldwin? Like, why can't we just stay with her? Who's that? I don't know. Some, one of the Baldwin Alec daughters. Baldwin's daughter? One of the daughters, the yeah. Dirty pig or whatever. <laughs> was that his daughter? Uh, I think so. Well, he was dating one of them, supposedly. He was dating some other girl. Like, leave Sophia alone. She's a child. I mean, I get it because, like, Selena was 19 when she was dating a 17-year-old Justin Bieber. So, Oh, like, see, you know what? The cycle continues. Abuse. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's it for our top five. Um, did you want to do your segment? Mm-hmm. Welcome to Sports Center with Jesse Esparza, the Olympic edition. Now, yes, I will be talking about sports, and yes, I will only be talking about female athletes. <laughs> and yes, it will be black female athletes. <laughs> Uh, so if you're not watching the Olympics, which is probably highly Me. likely, I think this is the <laughs> least watched Olympics of all time. Uh, because you know what? They can't get their schedule straight. No one has TV anymore. They should be streaming it online. Whenever I go to watch it online, it gives me like a time limit of 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. So you can't watch past 20 minutes unless you have to like sign up for something. No one is subscribed to a television provider nowadays. Now, are they playing this at the bars and stuff? Like you can go to watch at the bar? Yeah, but it's all c- inconsistent. Like you would go and you want to watch gymnastics, but it's like swimming. And yeah. then you want to watch swimming and it's like fencing. And you want it, it, it just doesn't make any sense. And no one has a TV guide now. Nowadays. Yeah. So like you never know what you're gonna get. It's like a mystery box when you go and watch it at a bar. 
so I've been watching like bootleg clips on like YouTube and it's all, I don't care about it anymore, but here's what I do care about. The female athletes these days are really crushing it. And you know what? The news stories this week are, they're not getting the attention that they deserve. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of the commentaries has been, uh, very sexist. Um, it started with a Hungarian swimmer who won the gold medal and the commentator said that it was all due to her coach and her husband. And it's like, well, that's not true. I mean, she's working really hard, and these athletes should be given a lot of credit yeah. for what they're they're doing. Yeah, her coach and her husband didn't swim in the pool. Yeah, he just coached her, which I believe I don't even think you need a coach if you swim. <laughs> I've never had a coach. I've never shows, had a coach to swim. For all my shows, I've directed myself. I wouldn't have a coach either way. Uh, but the women are really uh, killing it. Simone Biles right now. She uh, has won three gold medals so far, and I don't know why she's not getting enough credit for this. Not only that, the creator of Pretty Little Liars, I, Marlene King, reached out and said, we want you on our show, girl. Well, I think so when you get back from Rio, get on our show. Well, I think that's a bad idea because I don't think she's a good actor at all. <laughs> and she's, she's like, like a dead body. And she's like four <laughs> She's like, what an honor and a privilege. Yeah. She's like four foot six, and she yeah. sounds like a helium balloon. But she's the most dominant gymnast of all time, and I don't know why people aren't giving her enough credit. I haven't heard anyone talking about her. But when really, because every time I look at the blogs, everyone's talking about her. The, she's on the cover of like two or three magazines at the market today. Okay, well maybe people are. Talking about but she, yeah, she's won. The U.S. women's gymnastics team won mm -hmm. for maybe like I think the second consecutive year in a row. Gabby Douglas, who was the all-around champion last year, just did bars. So well, she last, really four years ago, last Olympics, huh? Four years ago, yeah. It's the last year. Oh, uh, last Olympics, round of the yeah. Olympics. Uh, and Lori Hernandez, who is also a great Latina. She uh, she's on that team and she won. So it's uh, it's all looking very good. Uh, and there is another there is a story of the swimmer, Simone Manuel, who just won a gold medal in swimming. She tied with the Canadian. But uh, I guess when you get when you do ties, you still win. So she mm -hmm. won a gold medal. First black woman ever to win a medal in swimming. So that's great for her. Did you see that the clip of the one girl? I think she won the track field. And it was some, I just saw the gif and like she turns around. And she's like, oh, shocked. And everyone's so happy for her. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, these girls are really doing it. So congratulations to you. I think uh, you have, you're, you're inspiring a new generation. Now, in other Olympics news, I don't know if you heard about this, but a straight, white, married uh, journalist from the Daily mm -hmm. Beast. Mm -hmm. I heard about this. He supposedly went to... Not the, supposedly. It happened. Yeah. No. <laughs> Suppo he went to the Olympics in Rio to investigate the closeted gay athletes so he posed. He didn't. Po he posed as nothing. He just created a grinder account mm -hmm. and just went about like basically to out these gymnastics, like the not gym these athletes. Yeah. So he basically like created his own profile as himself. He wasn't catfishing. Mm -hmm. What well, kind of was because he wasn't because he did. He wasn't very. Yeah. He wasn't but open. He then like would find their profiles and then publish their profiles. Yeah. He would basically he was outing all of these. Uh, these uh, athletes in countries where it's not safe for them to be out. Yeah, in some countries it's illegal. Yeah, it's illegal to be gay, and he was outing them for no other purpose than to get views. Yeah, it was clickbait, and it's really terrible. And so he's getting a lot of backlash, uh, rightfully so. Mm -hmm. People are calling for him to get fired. Not only that, I think the whole website needs to be shut down. Okay, how come uh, Hulk Hogan got fifteen million for that sex tape that Gawker released, and now Gawker is basically bankrupt? No, this website needs to be uh, <laughs> shut down. And I think that not only I think he needs to be arrested. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Julian's going the whole nine. Okay, no, because honestly, he's putting people in. He is. He's putting people in danger. If someone is if someone is killed because of this, it's going to be some his people fault. now can't go back to their country it's because of it. Be, it's illegal. And it's not. You know what? It's terrible to like out people in general but to do it in such a grand scale and like, where they're they're trying to they're no, just trying to compete be. for their country 
please. I think it's terrible. One of these athletes was like an 18 year old, you know, and we were all there. We were all there when we were like 18. We didn't want anyone knowing. I don't know. Maybe you not, maybe not you, but I think people have all experienced this in some form or another, but this is so, and he's not even adding them to like his friends or like he's doing it to the entire world, which is so terrible. And shame on the, shame on the, um, the editor-in-chief of that website mm-hmm. or whatever. They were probably just like, oh, it. this is a great story. So they've edited the story immensely from when it first started, but the damage has already been done. Yeah. You know, there are screenshots, you know, there are still, you know, he's, the damage has already been done. And I feel like, yes, this person should definitely be fired. He should be scrutinized. And let me tell you, he is... He has a family. He has a wife and children. I know. What type of example are you saying for your children? And it's, and I I tweeted a joke, and I was like, I still stand by this. The, sh- the biggest shame here is that they couldn't even get a hot journalist. Like, he is, a, he is like, a, he is like a, a troll-looking motherfucker. He looks... He looks like a like a grown, like an overcooked corn dog. He looks like a troll for real, honestly, and like that's what he is. But my thing is like you, you know, even- like when you when you have like um, almond milk and like you pour the almond milk into the cup and that's bottom is all that chunky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he looks like. Stop. You no. He does look like a like a like a bridge troll. Mm. And the thing is like. Part of me is going like, oh, these athletes deserve it for falling for that. <laughs> it's not that they fall. It's not even that he had to, all he had to do was swipe until their profile came up. And he, they didn't, it's not even that they had to. I know. It's not that they had to respond to his thing. All he had but to I'm do like, was, damn, that's all you have to do. I could have went to the Olympics. I wish I could have gone to the Olympics and gotten some grinder action. Because let me tell you, if this guy's getting grinder action, mm-hmm. anyone could do and it. And they said they gave away a 450,000 pairs of condoms for the Olympics. Yeah. But he didn't know what the shame here. The biggest shame is the athletes didn't even get to have sex. <laughs> he baited them. He was pro- uh, that's, they that's- showed, the biggest shame is they showed up to the hotel room and there was nobody there. I know. Now that is probably like that's a double slap in the face because you're like, if he outed me, that's fine. But I didn't even get any action. Yeah. That is terrible. You know what? This is a, a whole thing's terrible. This is an injustice. This guy's eyebrows are an injustice. <laughs> this is all really terrible. And I hope that something is done from this Honestly, about I the this. website is closed down I don't even know what the Daily Beast is I've never heard of it <laughs> well now it's getting a lot of uh, press but stuff. for terrible reasons and so a lot of uh, Olympians are speaking out about this there's an Olympian from Li- I forget where Lithuania Lith- it's it- one that had kind of like the longest hair yeah and so a lot of them are, are coming out and you know just really chastising him for that and he you know he should be he should be punished for this I think I think it's very irresponsible and hopefully something is done about Brazil it. don't let him back in our country hold him at customs hold- <laughs> Detain him, Brazil. And he, his defense was, I wasn't catfishing anyone, but he was. You were. Because he wasn't saying, oh, this is for a news story. And what news story is this even <laughs> other than outing these people? That's terrible. That is so wrong. Mm-hmm. And I feel like uh, I just feel sick from it all. Moment of silence. Hashtag execution. Oh, that's it. How about your Pikachu one? Huh? Oh. <laughs> okay, one more story that uh, was Julian's, but he sent to me. Let me read this. Hold on. I'm opening it up. So this story is from our favorite website, Bossip.com. <laughs> um, a French Olympic commentator was blasted this week. Uh, okay, well, I just got... See, this is what you get when you get the boss up. It's just like a big ad. <laughs> you can usually scroll through there. They usually have the segment, like the quote already, like... Okay, let me... Hold on. Hey, do you want me to just pull it up on my computer? No. Oh, here it is. Okay, I'll stop it. There we go. Okay, um, a French Olympic commentator was blasted for calling Japanese gymnasts Little Pikachu's. <laughs> now this is funny, but it's not. Like, <laughs> you know what? I don't think there's anything wrong with it. <laughs> just well, the thing. The, was, no, just imagining a French person saying "Little Pikachu's" is, is that makes the me thing laugh. was people weren't mad about about. Like if you read the article, the people aren't mad about that he said that. He, they're mad because uh, he's using the wrong context. <laughs> no, because he said like 
I don't know. Read the article. I don't okay, one French gym, uh, French gymnast commentator has stirred up the internet's political correctness militia with a seemingly racist remark in relation to Pokemon. French gymnast Thomas Bullhan Bullhale, a silver medalist at the 2008 Beijing Olympics and now coach of the French national team, was serving as an announcer and an al- analyst at a women's gymnastics event at the Rio Olympics when he referred to Japanese gymnasts as a bunch of little Pikachu. <laughs> The comment in its entire context was, <laughs> they are smiling like cartoon characters. <laughs> they look like a bunch of little Pikachus. <laughs> While his comment likely had no... <laughs> no, I think that sounds cute, to be honest with you. <laughs> well... <laughs> While his comment had likely no racist or offensive intent behind it, Buhale was subsequently attacked on Twitter, but mostly by French citizens. In Japan, the comment was paraphrased and caused little controversy. <laughs> They're probably like, yeah, they sure did look like little Pikachu's. <laughs> uh, uh, netizens still weighed in with many finding the comment endearing. <laughs> Small Pikachu's. Ha ha ha. How cute. That's why, like the Japanese people didn't even care because it wasn't translated properly. <laughs> I think that is so funny, and I, I'd be like, "That's so funny that uh, the French people are like, nah, yeah, please, yeah, please, no, no, nah, no. don't do that, don't bring it." But the Jap, they're just like, you know what? They are just a bunch of cute little Pikachu. <laughs> I think this speaks of just like uh, ignorance. Yeah. But I think it's funny. If I, I heard funny. if I heard some motherfucker call a bunch of gymnasts little Pikachus, I would laugh out loud. Or like if it, like what's an American cartoon that we could compare it to? Uh, like Little Simpsons or something. Yeah. I just yeah Cute. I don't yeah I, <laughs> little SpongeBob's. That's more offensive because if you have a SpongeBob body, that's bad. Yeah, no, that's terrible. If someone called me a SpongeBob, be like I'm not gap toothed <laughs> or boxed. Yeah. Okay, so you guys, now it's time for our favorite segment: two extra or just enough. Great. Dun, 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 dun. You guys, Tom Cruise reportedly has not seen his daughter Suri in more than three years. I'm sorry, say it again. Tom Cruise reportedly hasn't seen his daughter Suri <gasps> in more than three years. Oh my God. Okay, so Gossip Cop <laughs> claims that the first of this story was from Huffington Post. Now they're quoting someone who's quoting someone else. Okay, so they claim that, sorry, they say that Gossip Cop claims that um, they can confirm OK Magazine. Their most recent cover story, which alleges, alleges that Tom Cruise has not seen his daughter more than three years, is completely 100% true. Okay, so if you don't recall, Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes, they split after five years of marriage, and they had, out of that marriage, they had Siri Cruise, who is one of the cutest children ever born into the um, Hollywood mm-hmm. circuit. Wearing little high heels wherever she goes. Yes, and now we haven't seen her in a while, so we're not sure if she's still cute. But <laughs> um, reports at the time suggest that Holmes ended her marriage out of fear of Scientology. And she ran. To- she ran away, and, and it she was took so that baby. Good. This was like a fucking uh, Jennifer Lopez Lifetime movie because uh, Katie Holmes ran, and she took mm. her daughter to save her from a life of Scientology. Mm-hmm. Now, where's that movie? I will pen it right now. That movie's called Enough. <laughs> so um, Cruz could have easily seen Suri over the years But he's never initiated contact Ooh. Even when he's been in the same vicinity as his daughter You know what he needs to do? He needs to go on Judge Judy Because she would set him straight um, So they don't really give any information Except for <laughs> <laughs> Now I really do think that Tom Cruise is too extra Like I feel like the reason that he's not seeing his daughter Is because of the church Mm-hmm. Now, what type of? Why would you follow a church that, that keeps you separated from your daughter? I think that's terrible. I think they were. Yeah, I think the church was only using him to like his money. And yeah, money. you know what? No one knew about Scientology until Tom Cruise. I think he is crazy, time. and I think you know what? If he doesn't want to see his daughter, that's good because maybe you don't want a father. Yeah, we've all been there. I mean, not Julian. <laughs> we've all been there. But if you if you if your father doesn't want to see you, then you know what? Yeah. Don't want you know. You and don't Katie, see him either. I'm sure Jamie Foxx will be an f- excellent stepfather to Terry mm-hmm. Crews. So that's the biggest slap in the face to Tom. So Yeah, I think that is so. I mean, I would expect more from Tom, to be honest with you. Yeah. I thought he'd be, because he was always like a good, uh, like, you know, he's always good with the daughter. And, well, and he also was, all he was for a press. good father to those, the two yeah. step, uh, adopted children. It was all for press. And you know what? If that is true, then that's a damn shame. Because mm-hmm. Suri Cruz is a beautiful child. Exactly. And she deserves a good father. So Jamie Foxx, step it up. Yeah. Come on, Jamie. But you know what? Katie Holmes is like a good single mother. So. Yeah. 
I want to see that Lifetime story. Has there been a movie about that? No. Okay. No, she played... Uh, uh, she played Jackie Kennedy. Jackie she's doing it again. Well, there needs to be a biopic about Katie Holmes. And we need the girl that played Brittany Murphy to play her. Because she turned into a ro- she turned from a robot into a real girl. You guys, Justin Bobby from The Hills. Oh, that is too extra. <laughs> He's bashing Lauren Conrad after her, um, her um, Hills 10 Years Later special. Was he invited? No, nobody was. Boo! So let's see what they say. Hold on, pull up the article. I stopped watching it around the time Justin Bobby came onto the screen. I stopped watching when Lauren left, to be honest. But <laughs> sorry, Kristen. So Justin Bobby, you know he's infamous for having two first names because they couldn't remember his because uh, Lo couldn't remember his first first name, so she called him Bobby. So that's not even his real name. His name is just Justin. There's no Bobby. It was, Lo called him Bobby. That is so stupid. <laughs> so he says. That um, about um, Lauren, he said she wasn't the most down to earth. You get a young girl like that who has been on TV since she was 18 and her whole life exposed. How do you get an actual normal person at that point? You don't. You get someone who's down to earth. Wait, you don't get someone who's down to earth and somebody who's loving and caring. You get someone who's fucking twisted. Justin, this is too extra. Why are you talking? Justin, go back to serving people at Joe's Crab Shack. What are you doing? Anyways, you guys, <laughs> E! News isn't filling the all-female Ocean's Eleven reboot. Uh, now, let me tell you what they said, and let me see if you agree. Okay? Is Ronda Rousey in it? She seems like she would be in it. Um, so far, it's confirmed that Sandra Bullock and Hathaway, Rihanna, um, Helen Bonham Carter, who's wow. not Carter anymore, Mindy Kaling. Shit. Um, underground raptress Aquafina. Oh! Uh. Kate Blanchett. Damn. So this person that's writing this article on E! News says that they are not liking the idea of this all-female reboot because they don't know why they can't make an original movie for an all-female cast, why they have to reboot an all-male mm-hmm. cast movie to be all-female I- the same way they did Ghostbusters. And I kind of agree. <laughs> Wait, what did they say? Okay, so she said, um, let me get the exact quote. She said, just imagine what um, that would be like. Instead of just reusing old all-male material for today's female actors, that that uh, think what the world could be like if a writer and director were making brand new material for women. Mm, you know what? That, and I, she that said, for example, Bridesmaids. Yeah. But you know what? Bridesmaids was a very unique thing, you know? So I'm sorry, she said her beef lies entirely with the fact that, they're, that this is a reboot and it um, isn't the first time that... Women but you know what? One step at a time. One exactly. step at a time. One step at a time. It's like fall, learning to fly or falling in love. Jordan Sparks. Mm, I don't know that one. <laughs> uh, you know what? I should write an all-female movie. And is it going to be a reboot or an original? It'll be an original. Okay. And it'll fail <laughs> miserably. <laughs> Hollywood's just not ready. I, yeah, I know. If, yeah, if the go- they're not doing a second Ghostbusters. I mean, I wouldn't watch it either. Whatever. The first one, two minutes wasn't that good. Okay, well, st- okay, we're, we're not talking about it right now. I mean, it was good, but I just felt like it wasn't that good. And I, I didn't see the original Ghostbusters, so I have nothing to compare it to. It's just, I, you know, I don't like sci-fi, so. Yeah. And I didn't like the original Ocean's Elevens. Also, I was like 10. So <laughs> <laughs> it just wasn't for me. Okay, you guys. Now, one of the biggest stories of the week. The Rock is a little bitch. <laughs> Wait, okay. I'm just saying he's a little snitch ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, The Rock is not having it. Okay. Last week, by the time this comes out, it'll be a week ago exactly. Um, the Rock posts on Instagram. This is my final week on, of shooting hashtag Fast and Furious 8. There's no other franchise that gets my blood boiling more than this one. An incredible hardworking crew. Universal has been a great partner as well. My 
female um, co-stars are always amazing and I love them. My male co-stars, however, are a different story. Some conduct themselves as stand-up men and true professionals, while others don't. The ones that don't are too chicken shit to do anything about it anyways. Candy asses. <laughs> when you watch this movie next April and it seems like I'm not acting in some of these scenes and my blood is legit boiling, you're right. Bottom line is, it'll play great for the movie and fits with the Hobbs character that's um, embedded in my DNA extremely well. The producer and me is happy about that part. Final week on Fast 8 and I'll finish strong. Hashtag Iceman Comet. Hashtag F8. Hashtag Zero Tolerant for Candy Asses. Oh my God. <laughs> Hashtag Execution. <laughs> so of course the internet went ablaze with everything. everyone trying to figure out who he was referring to. Now a production source, aka another snitch ass, told TMZ. <laughs> That when The Rock went nuts on social media on Monday night, claiming certain male co-stars were not stand-up guys and too chicken shit to confront him, he was referring to none other than Vin Diesel. (gasps) Oh, my God. The Rock has been butting heads with Vin Diesel during production, in part to Vin Diesel being a producer, and he has made decisions that didn't sit well with the former wrestler. Now, The Rock and Vin Diesel had a meeting um, on the Atlanta set midday Tuesday, partially because tensions were running so high it was almost impossible to shoot scenes. Two extra, just enough. Just enough. I need more. I fucking love this shit. I would love if you Two five. male titans having mm. a fucking cat fight. Ladies have at it. That is amazing. Mm. Now, I would love this more if he was talking about Michelle Williams. Ah, Rodriguez. Michelle Rodriguez. <laughs> this little you bitch candy. Was, you know she slapped the shit out of him on the next day. So like, this, li- <laughs> this little bitch ass candy ass <laughs> Michelle Rodriguez. You saw the next day she would slap him. Oh, that's so. Oh, I fucking love this, though. Who better to have a feud than The Rock and Vin Diesel? No one wins. <laughs> I mean, The Rock wins. Vin Diesel, I'm sorry, but The Rock would destroy you. In real life, yeah, he's a fucking professional wrestler. But I'm trying to think who I who I prefer. Let's see. The Rock has the Tooth Fairy. Vin to be Di- honest, the only movie I've seen with Vin Diesel is the first Fast and Furious and the first Triple X. Oh, you know what? That is true. But Vin Diesel seems like a fun guy. He like does he like karaoke's and they seem like they would get along. I know, but The Rock is like Hawaiian. He's Samoan. Oh. You are crazy. But it seems like the two of them are fighting for the same role. Like yeah. they're two big, bulky guys just trying to have fun. Yeah. And I feel like maybe they're too similar in that sense. And they're trying to like out fun each other. Like one's like, mm-hmm. let's go to get margaritas. No, let's go to Hooters after the shoot. I feel like that's what yeah. it's all about. And so, of course, Vin Diesel had to come out and say, you know, this is not what Paul Walker would want. Nobody cares about Paul Walker. Anymore. Ooh, when he was alive, he wasn't a good actor. I mean, let's be real. Blue, what was that one movie he's in? Blue Valentine? No, Blue Crush? No, he was in the one with um, Jessica Alba. Honey? <laughs> they were like in the water. <laughs> Blue. <laughs> Blue Valentine? No, that was with. Um, Blue Crush. No, that was with Kate Bosworth. Who cares? Anyway, good luck, Chuck. The crew is hashtag Team Rock. Um, so a source tells them that The Rock has been very stand up with um, Vin's. Uh, I'm sorry, The Rock has been very upset with Vin's work ethic for a long time, and that he's not alone. Members of the crew tell us that Vin was often 30 minutes to an hour late to shoot scenes, and it wasn't because he was late to set; he was simply in his trailer and wouldn't come out. Oh. Supposedly, Vin didn't like Monday 7 a.m. call time, so projection was forced to make the start time 10 a.m. to accommodate his schedule. Oh my God! Um, at and the crew feels that Vin's arrogance was out of control, especially because he had a, produ- a producer's title. Um, they're told that um, he wouldn't listen to anyone and um, he would criticize their acting. And the crew has a vastly different view of The Rock. They say that he's the ultimate professional who is always on time and always nails his scenes. And they also say that he's easy to work with. Damn, Vin is throwing a diva hissy fit. The Rock, how much did you pay this source? <laughs> <laughs> to go to TMZ. You know what? I truly believe that The Rock would be a more professional too, in that situation yeah. because he came from like a, re- like a wrestling. He has so I much. Like he's so humbled. He like has so much to prove as an yeah. actor, you know? Yeah, yeah. Whereas Vin doesn't. He's, he seems Can like. Can I tell you, though, a funny story? Okay, right. so when I was like in middle school, I was subscribed to J14. Now, you know, J14 had the pull out posters uh-huh, in the middle. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So. 
for some reason, I don't know why I had the magazine in my mom's car or something, but we drove to San Diego to visit my mom's friend. Mm-hmm. And she had a daughter my age named Danielle. And Danielle saw the poster of, because there's a Vin Diesel poster in the magazine. She's mm-hmm. like, oh my God, I want that poster. So you can have it. Why not? I'm not mm-hmm. like, what am I going to do with it? <laughs> I get because she was in love with Vin Diesel from, because he was in Fast and Furious. Oh. And so I remember one day we got in a fight and she was annoying me. So I grabbed the poster <gasps> and I slowly ripped it in front of her. <gasps> Julian! It was my poster. No, you gave it to her. I got in so much trouble. <laughs> I I think I remember something I did like that where I just ripped up someone's card. <laughs> I don't remember why I got upset with her, but it had to be it had to be something petty because I mean I don't usually get upset for anything. She was like Normani's the best. No, Normani's no, the worst. <laughs> she was seeing into the future. Yeah. You guys in little bitch asses news. <laughs> Seth Rogen is a little bitch as well. Oh my god! You guys, Seth Rogen to promote his new movie Sasha's Party decided to drag Catherine Hagel for no apparent reason. Ugh. If you guys don't recall, Catherine Hagel and Seth Rogen were in the um, movie Knocked Up back in 2008. Now, if we cut back to 2008, Catherine Hagel did an interview with um, Vanity Fair where she thought that the movie um, was a little bit sexist and it painted um, women as shrewd and humorless and uptight and depicted men as lovable, goofy and fun loving. So earlier this week, Rogan was on the Howard Stern Sirius XM radio show, and that um, Hagel's comment had caught him off guard, and he was left felt betrayed. He said, I respect the fact that maybe that perhaps she realized it has hurt her career, like her comments, um, adding that she has an apologist to him or Apatow for her remarks. He says, I don't want that to have happened to her at all because I've said a thousand um, stupid things, and I really like her. Well, he also said, no, hold on. No, sorry. Then Catherine Hagel um, was at the CBS drama. uh, She was at the the Television Critics Association session for her new CBS drama, Doubt. (laughs) And she was asked about the remarks. And she said, I think that he's handled that so beautifully. And I just feel nothing but love and respect. It's so long ago at this point. I just wish him so much goodness. And I felt that from him, too. Now let's see. So what, she forgave it? (laughs) She forgets the first comments. She says that, um, um, she said, um, one thing that, um, some advice that she's going to take with her is that probably not to take herself too serious and that, um, she says, probably not to take myself too seriously and that I, that's, I think, an age thing. You kind of get there with age. Your 20s are also narcissistic in that a way that you think that everyone is judging you and everyone's thinking about all the things you do wrong. I think you get to an age where you're like, I don't care. I'll be fine as long as my family loves me. And as we know, Catherine Heigl is expecting a baby with her husband mm-hmm. due later this year. Or, sorry, in January. So you know what? She doesn't need any of this extra stress. Seth Rogen, you little bitch. Oh. <laughs> Leave Catherine alone. Like She already has no career. Can't we <laughs> just her? Yeah, just let her fizzle out you know on I mean? her own. Like, she escaped her mother's abuse. <sighs> she doesn't need your abuse too, Seth. Yeah, and she has the whole world against her. Like, nobody likes her, unfortunately. Yeah. I like that movie, though. Knocked Up was great. <laughs> I never, I've never seen it. <laughs> well, this has been a great podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Me and Julian said, you know what? We could take the reins on our own and you know, let us know if uh, we lived up to it. Let us know if you actually listen to this podcast. Should we continue? <laughs> I mean, I'm going to continue, but yeah, just, you know, listen, listen, describe, uh, listen, rate. Yeah, listen, rate, subscribe, subscribe comment, share. And now, know, um, SoundCloud.com yeah. slash um, extra extra podcast, maybe. Um, now, uh, Julian, uh, since we don't have a guest, let's uh, close it out with a word of wisdom from you, and I'll do a word of wisdom from myself. Okay, my word of wisdom is bitch assness. My word is perseverance. <laughs> Hashtag execution. execution. <laughs> Bye. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs>